Lord today. Praise the Lord. How many of you guys are excited to be in the house of the Lord? I know our drummer is excited. How many of you guys are excited to be in the house of God? Come on, come on, come on. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Are you guys happy to be here today? I know I'm happy. Isn't God so good? I just before I start, I just want to just testify. God is good. Can I testify? Come on, y'all say testify. Okay, I'm gonna testify. Let me tell you what, just spending time with God, there is none like it. He's so he, he makes it real. It's always so fresh. It's always new. It never gets boring. I just want to encourage you not to get so busy in your time and just in your week that you can't make time with God because he's always saying something. I mean, he just wants to pour out his love with you. And just being in the presence of God, it, there, there is none like it. it. To this day, it has not gotten boring. It has not gotten boring. Can I get an amen? Can I get a praise God? Can I get a hallelujah? All right, come on. This first song is called Your Love. Than, and higher than the mountains that I face and Stronger than the power of the grave And constant in the trial and the change It's the one thing Let's sing that again, I want you to help me sing it Higher and higher than the mountains that I face Sing stronger than And stronger than the power of the grave Constant, constant in the trial and the change Sing one thing, one thing We may sing one thing It's one thing gives up. Come on. Never runs out on me. Sing it out. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me. Your love. Sing because on and on. Because on and on and on and on it goes. Cause it overwhelms and satisfies my soul And I never ever have to be afraid Sing one thing, one thing We may sing one thing, it's one thing We may go sing out your love Your love never fails and never gives up your love fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love. Go sing your love. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love Out on me, your love never fails and never gives up, and never runs out on me. 
your love. Come on, let's sing that. Because on and on. And because on and on. Come on, let me you sing it out today. And overwhelms. Because it overwhelms. And I never, and I never, ever had to be. Sing it out. One thing. It's one thing remains. Come on, sing your love. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love. Oh, come on, let's sing that unto the Lord today. Sing your love. Your love never runs out on me. Your love. Your love never fails. Never fails, Lord. It's your love. Go lift up a shout of praise in this place. If you have the Lord's love, we lift you up, Lord. We lift you up, Lord. Sing your love. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love never fails. Your love never fails. every hand raised in this place I just want to break through that that laziness, I just want to break through that uh, that comfort zone in worship right now, I want us to lift up our hands, we're going to go after God today welcome to church welcome to encounter where we encounter God we want an encounter with the Lord living, with the living God and it's not going to happen by just us being in a church service why we sing songs we can sing songs based off the experiences that we have with God and some of you guys never had an experience never had an encounter let me tell you what you can have an encounter today <laughs> you can have an encounter today right now with the living God because he's waiting with open arms the Bible says he's waiting he's waiting for his children he's waiting for his children he's waiting for his people to come back we have that access. Come on. That's why we sing songs to you today, God. You're a living God. You can hear us. You hear us when we worship. You see us this very moment. You see us, God. Come on, let's sing that out today. Sing your love. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up down on me sing it sing your love your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up and never runs 
comes out on me. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love. We're going to sing in death and life. In death, in life, I'm confident and covered by the power of your great love. My debt, my debt is paid. There's nothing that can separate my heart from your great. Come on, let's sing that again. In death and life, in death, in life. I'm confident and covered by the power of your great love. My death is paid. There's nothing that can separate my heart from your great Go sing it out, your love. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love, singing love, never runs out on me. Your love, come to sing because on and on, and because on and on. Oh, come on, let's tell them today. Cause it overwhelms and satisfies my soul And I never ever had to be afraid Of one thing remains It's one thing remains Just the voices, your love Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Sing it out. Father, we put down our fears and our failures right now. We come before you. It's your way, not our way. It's your way, not our way. Oh, come on. I just feel like God wants you just to surrender whatever it is you're dealing with right now. I just want to encourage you, just surrender it unto the Lord. Oh, come on, just surrender. God is speaking to you right now. You know who you are. You don't have to feel ashamed or embarrassed. God is encouraging you. He's He's throne room ministry right now. God is just saying, let go of it. Surrender unto him right now. I just feel that some of you guys are carrying these loads, these burdens, these things that God has not told you to carry. 
and just feel his love in this place. Come on, we surrender right now. We surrender to you, Lord. It's your love. It's your love that never fails. It never fails to meet with us. You never fail to fill us up. Oh, I'm with my dad. I'm with my dad. Just by your side. I want to be by your side, Lord. To be with you. To be by your side. With you, Lord. Father God, we bless you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
to encounter night bless the Lord Jesus Christ how's everybody doing this evening hallelujah welcome to encounter night where we're here to meet the Lord in a different personal level amen bless Jesus thank you Lord for your presence here at Metro Praise we have our main service on Sundays it's at 9 and 11 a.m., two of them. And every Wednesday, we meet here for Encounter Night. On Fridays, we have a youth group called Elevate. Elevate. That's it. Elevate one more time. That's it. That's the Elevate shot right there. At 730 every single Friday. And our vision here at Metro Praise is to love God and to love people. Jesus says the greatest command is to love God with your entire heart, your entire mind, your soul, and your strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. And we go by that. Man, which is the greatest one. The strategy is to connect, mentor, and send. What that means, you get connected to Jesus Christ. And you get mentored to live like Jesus Christ. And you get sent out like the disciples did to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ where souls will be saved. Do you want to be a a, a soul seeker? Somebody that preaches the gospel and, and, and souls be saved for the Lord Jesus Christ, for the kingdom of God? Well, God wants to use you. Our goal is to have 100,000 disciples here in Chicago who believes that can happen, who believe God is able for that. I believe it. He's making it happen because you know why? Our goal is to have 50 churches here in Chicago as well. We have a second one coming up soon. Praise God for that. God is able. 500 churches all around the world. We already have 200 of them. Praise God. God is doing it. He is able. We have three more hundred to go. This is God's vision, not a man's vision. We have life groups here, five adults once and two youth, life groups throughout the weekend. So this is the time where you fellowship with the brothers and sisters, you connect with the leader from the church, and you can start mentorship. Once you come here, you get connected to Jesus Christ, you start mentorship, you seek fellowship there. It's always good to have the gathering of the believers where you're going to get strength in your faith, and you, you receive encouragement, and you just receive prayer. Who likes that? I love that. All right. And it's, it's, it's Friday through Sunday. Life groups, please contact one of our leaders. Myself, my wife, Chris and Vanessa. We're arrangers. It's a ministry for boys. We train them up to live like godly men. Okay? And this is going on right now and also impact a ministry for girls at any age, by the way. Boys and girls. Invite them by. You can, you know, invite your families, your neighbors. Maybe you feel like inviting uh, to a Wednesday night as well, Okay? Here we go. We got the girls' camp. Can we get a shout-out for that? Girls' camp. Where are the ladies? No guys shouting for that. That's okay. 
Girls Camp. I'm supporting the Girls Camp. Woo! Okay, it's from, it's from August 12th to the 14th. It's going to be fun, okay? $35 per girl and $25 per sponsor. And then there's going to be gifts. It's going to be hiking, swimming, devotional time, service, canoeing, rope climbing. You name it. It's going to be fun. So all you girls who want to come by, if you know, uh, you have a friend or a sister, whomever you want to tell about this girl camp, spread the word out and tell them to come on by. All right. Can I get a shout out for the summer retreat? Yeah. Summer retreat to Devil's Lake, Wisconsin is going to be this Friday. If you want to go, just meet here at the church at 6 a.m., okay? Don't get left out. Be here at 6 a.m. in the morning if you want to go, all right? It's going to be fun. It's $50 for adults, $35 for, um, for, um, for children under 11. And uh, if you don't have the money for it, it's okay. You can come free, okay? No condo bando. Don't feel bad. If you don't have the money, we, we want to hook you up. We want to bless you. So the summer retreat is going to be fun. You can go hiking. You can go up and rock climbing. You can go swimming. You can, you name it, volleyball. If you want to wrestle with your friend, you can do it out on the grass. You name it. It's going to be fun. Please come this Friday. It's going to be all day Friday and, su- and Saturday. We're going to sleep over at the hotel. It's going to be just so much fun. Come on by. We believe in tithes and offerings. It's 10% of our total, you know, income goes to the Lord. God has blessed us with jobs and, and money, you know, and he's only asking for 10%. Give your 10% to the Lord. We have a drop box right here in the back of the sanctuary in all one of the student center. And give them offering as well. That's whatever you feel in your heart to give to the Lord. You can give it to the missions. You can give it also. Um, we're trying to raise up some debt to cover up for the new Metro Praise and work apart. Can I get a shout out for that? <laughs> That's going to be fun times. So here we go. And last but not least, I want to invite up Chris Vitale, one of elite SUM students, to... Preach the word of God. Here you go. All right, come on. Vanessa, stand up here, please. All right, I just want to present to you guys my beautiful wife. <laughs> just, want, just wanted you to know. Just wanted you to know. It's, it's going to make her smile, too. So, Okay, Ellie, can you put up my PowerPoint, please? Okay, um, you know, I thank God for uh, discipleship. If it were not for discipleship, I would not be here today standing before you, uh, you know, trying to be faithful as much as I can with, uh, with the word of God. Discipleship has brought me so far. It, it brought me, in the, in the past 11 years, well, I would say for the past three years, it has, it has brought me much further than it has the past 11 years or the seven years before that because before that, I, was not, I wasn't really much into, uh, I didn't have good discipleship in my life. So I thank God for discipleship. And you guys should also be grateful for such a good church that has solid, biblical discipleship. Okay, my message today is resist. I put an exclamation point there because I, this is what I learned in discipleship is to resist. Let's go to James 4, verse 7. y'all got your Bibles. And the word of God says, verse 7, James 4, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. 
Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. God, I pray, Jesus, that your word will go forth, Lord Jesus, for we know it, it will, Lord God. It will go forth, Lord God, and it will accomplish that which it was sent for, God. I pray, Lord God, that, that your hearts will be strengthened, Lord God. Our spirit and my soul, mind, and body will be found blameless before you in the, in the day that you come back, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Okay. Okay, 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says, The God of this age has blinded the mind of unbelievers. Now, Paul says the God of this age. Now, I was, I was pondering this for, for, for quite a while, why he was calling the devil the God of this age. Now, I purposely didn't put, um, you know, in, in the, the title of this, uh, on the slide, uh, capital G for God, because I don't want to confuse you guys and think, that it's, it's, it's God that, he, that we're talking about here. Lower G, separate, it's not, he's not even a God. He's a devil. You know, God of this age, I pondered on this for a while, and I, I, I came to thinking, why did Paul call him the God of this age? And, and, and as I began to thought, I thought about, you know, all the influence that the devil has here on earth. You see the, the homosexual parade, the, the naked bike riding parade, uh, so so many things, so many activists, act, um, being activists, uh, protesting certain laws, protesting the Ten Commandments uh, in the court system. And so the, the devil has so much influence here. I mean, we even see it in, in with with our with just our, our natural being. There, the the sin, the sin that we have, I mean, there's, there's two types of sin that the devil tempts us with, and then there's our, our own carnal mind. You know, and the Bible says, it, what, what does Romans 12 say? Be, be, be transformed. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we can get tempted, we can tempt ourselves. But a lot of times, the, the, the Greek word for the devil, for devil, is diabolos in the Greek. It's, it's a combination of, of two words, dia and balos. Dia means through to go through, like as if I will walk through the door, and balos means to throw. So when you think about it, the devil throws through. What does he throw through? He throws, he can throw thoughts, throw thoughts in our mind, you know, do this and do that, the type of sin that we, that, that comes naturally. He has the power in this world that influences us greatly. He has the power to tempt us, even the strongest among us. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 10. Verse 12, it says, So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. There, there comes a point where we have to realize that, that we are sinners. And, and I, I believe all you guys do, because you guys are here, this is encounter night with God, this is worship and prayer. Usually sinners don't come to worship and prayer. If they do, they, they get saved already. But, there's, there's, a, there's a point where we need to realize that the devil is tempting us. And we are not beyond temptation. He has the power to tempt us, even the strongest among us. Who is the strongest among us? I would say Jesus. Jesus is, has been tempted. Okay? The temptation of Jesus. Matthew 4.1. Let's go there. 
I'll tell you, this is by far the, the greatest um, example, especially for us being human. Matthew 4.1 says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but in every word that comes from the mouth of God. There's, there's three points I want you guys to, to see as we, as we read along. The first one, Satan wants you to become spiritually independent. Everyone say resist. Now, now it, w- it, w- it would kind of seem, you know, uh, well, why, does, why, why can't we be spiritually independent? Well, think about it. If, if you didn't have someone in your life, you know, and I'm speaking of a mentor in discipleship, like I didn't, and, and before I came to Metro, we would fall. We should, we should never be spiritually independent. Christian fellowship, one of the reasons why we're here, to worship and to, to pray and to read the word, that's what it's about. So we're not, so, so we're not over here by ourselves trying to, trying, oh, yeah, I know everything. I know everything. I, oh, I know that scripture. <laughs> I read four chapters in the Bible today. Come on, somebody. No, we're, we're not spiritually independent. We need to depend on God and those in our lives to help us along. Next, then, verse 5, Then the devil took him to the holy city and had, and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. The second point, Satan wants us to become pharisaical and test God's powers and laws. Pharisaical means to be like the Pharisees that Jesus rebuked so many times in the Gospels. The, the, the Pharisees wanted to see signs and wonders, or else they wouldn't believe that Jesus was who he said he was. He, wants, he also wants us to test God's powers just like the Pharisees. He wants us to be like, God, you know, just show me a sign. Like, like DMX, show me a sign. No, we're... We should not test God, okay? Everyone say resist. Okay, keep reading. Verse 7, Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. As we, as we just saw. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the, of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan! For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Third point, Satan wants to entice us to idolatry and in doing so to worship him. See, Satan wants to, he wants to show the many things. He, he, Satan is not stupid. He can, he, he watches us. He watches us. He knows our downfalls. He knows our sins. He, he knows how to tempt us in such a way that to make us fall. He knows for men that that the lust of our eyes is, is great temptation to us. He knows that, that women looking, looking beautiful, dressing nice, not dressing modestly, dressing with jewelries, and, and, and guys being rich, having nice cars, will, will bring us into the, the idolatry. And the things of the world, the Bible says, if, if you, cannot, you cannot be friends 
with God. You, c- you cannot be friends with the world and love God and serve God. Now, um, there's something interesting that I, I was reading on today in the Word of God. Genesis 4 uh, says when, when, when Cain and Abel were presenting their offerings to God. Oh, I told you I got it. When Cain and Abel were presenting their offerings before God, God accepted Abel's, but he did not accept Cain's. Now, afterwards, Cain's face was downcast, and, and God asked him, why is, your, why is your face so downcast? Why are you sad? And then he's asking him, if you do what is right, will you, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, then sin is crouching at your door, ready, but you must master it, he says. That's in Genesis. Now, at the total end, at the opposite end of the Bible in Revelation 3, Jesus says, Behold, now I stand at the door and knock. Now, now think of this. When, when we read James 4, 7, he says to submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and you will flee. A lot of times, you know, in my life, before discipleship, before I was taught this, I wasn't, I wasn't told resist. And it was I mean, I, I read it, I had read it so many times, but it never clicked in my head. Resist. When you resist something, Nessa, come up here. Resist me. Resist. Yeah, whatever resist is. Whatever you think that means. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's resistance. When something is coming up against you, you need to push back, resist. Just like when you, when, when Berto weight trains, okay, he's, he's, he, there's resistance training and there's all sorts of other types of training, but you're resisting the, the, the weight that, that you're pushing. You resist. You have to push it. You have to push back. You can't just stand there. A lot of times, a lot of times I, I just I just sat there all just ignoring. Like, don't talk to me. You know, you know, talking is sin. You know, you you cannot just ignore a problem. A problem doesn't get solved by itself. You need to put up a force, resist the weapons of our warfare. Now, the whole illustration with with the sin crouching at the door, and with Jesus now standing at the door, is that Jesus replaced that sin and He's knocking. He wants you to open up to him instead of you opening up to the sin all the time. Oh, come on in, sin. Come on, come on. Let's go eat. Let's go, let's go do this and that. You need to close the door, resist, say, go away in the name of Jesus, and, um, and open up the door for Jesus when he comes. What is resist? You know, when, when, when James says to resist the devil and he will flee, what, what, what does that consist of besides I mean, obviously, we cannot push the devil physically. You know, we, how, however, however much we would like to, we cannot do it. Okay, th- this, is, th- this is what resist is. Matthew 26, 41, prayer. Let's read the words of Jesus. If you're there, say amen. Let's go to verse 40. This is after Jesus was, was praying. Verse 40 says, Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch for me for an hour? He asked. He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. 
Jesus says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Like I said in the beginning, temptation is going to come no matter who we are. It came to Jesus. We're not exempt from the devil tempting us. We need to pray. That's the first thing. And when you, who, who in here is a, in 101? Okay. Good, good. So in the first lesson, <laughs> what are the three things that, that, that Pastor Joe says to do that we should do as Christians? Pray, study the word, and Christian fellowship. That's why we're here. We need to pray. A lot, instead of ignoring the problem and ignoring the temptation, um, I'll give you an illustration. There was a time where I, I got tempted strongly to watch pornography. I didn't, okay? My wife is a, is a testimony to that. She can testify. Pastor Joe can do that. I got tempted, but I did not. And w Why? Is it because I, I just ignored it? No, you ignore it, it's still going to follow you. You know, it's a, it's a pesky little thing. What I did was I handled it with the word of God, just like what Jesus did. He spoke the word. You know, it's the, it's the sword of the spirit. And Hebrew says that the word, word of God is like a double-edged sword, dividing even between the, the bone and marrow, the spirit and the soul. Prayer, we need to use prayer against temptation. Got to pray just to make it today. The second, study the word and use it. You know, we need to have knowledge of the word in order to fight back with it, okay? Matthew 4, 11, 1 through 11. Going back there. Let's just go to verse 11. Verse 11 say, it says, then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him, attended Jesus. So after Jesus spent all this time going from place to place, being tempted and not giving in, fighting back with the word of God, then what happened? It's in accordance with James 4, 7. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Third, Christian fellowship, James 5, 16. Days just like today it is so crucial that we get into Christian fellowship because even within it, even just hanging out, there is discipleship. Because you, you would always find someone talking about their day, talking about what they're dealing with or whatnot. James 5.16. Therefore, confess your sins to one to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Are you going to go confess your sins to an unbeliever? <laughs> They're dealing with the same things. You need to confess it to a believer, a brother or sister in Christ, so that they can pray for you. That is what it's about. So prayer, study the word, and use it in Christian fellowship. I just want to take some time to, uh, to reflect on this because it's, it's very important that, that we first look at, our, look, look at ourselves and then, then the, the bad that we see, the, the sin that we see, to confess it. So I also, you know, after the, maybe after the reflection time, to go into the huddle time and pray for one another, okay? So, Roberto.
Jesus. So if we can just, uh, you know, you can stand up if you want. You can stay in your seat. You can come up to the altar. And this is going to be the next next few seven minutes or so, time of reflection. Seven minutes of time of reflection, just uh, thinking about the word that was spoken. Uh, reflect it. You know, let God speak to your heart. If there's any sin, if there's any temptations that you're dealing with right now, just Give it to the Lord and to the altar. Anointing 